Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. And perhaps in the spirit of Thanksgiving from last week, I feel like jumping out and giving each and every one of you a huge hug. Thank you so much for your continuous support, positive encouragement, and feedback. This podcast continues to ignite my soul, and I'm so grateful for all the learning, growth, the opportunities to get to know all of my guests better, and where this podcast is headed. It feels really exciting, so thank you. Feel free to find me at anniewagner.com or email me at annie.wagner at gmail.com. You can also check me out on Instagram and Facebook at Core Nourishment. So today, episode 12, I dive into conversation with Rhea Alhashmi. She's also known as Rhea on Assignment, creator and founder of People of Portsmouth, freelance photographer and photojournalist. And Rhea shares about her journey to photojournalism and how she has, in this last year, jumped fully into her business full-time and that that line between freedom and fear and saying yes and just going for it. Talk about a woman who is standing in her power and living courageously and authentically. Rhea's energy is absolutely beautiful and contagious. She is genuine, compassionate, and truly living in the present. And she shares a lot more about releasing self-criticism, finding balance, and how she absolutely loves to love through the lens, reminding us all through her photography and her work with her clients, but also just through her sharing of herself that we are all absolutely beautiful and perfect as we are. So get ready to feel inspired to learn more about her family and living on three different continents and just to feel Rhea's energy. Enjoy. Welcome back. This is the Core Nourishment Podcast, and I'm Annie Wagner, your host, and I'm beaming right now, like Mm -hmm. smiling, staring at my guests across from me. Um, This is episode 12, and today I have Rhea Alhashmi here um, sitting in my sunroom. I love that she called that even. You Mm -hmm. called that when you walked in here. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Sunshine streaming in. Mm. Um, And yeah, I'm so... I feel so honored to have you sitting here with me and to be able to dive into conversation with you. Um, I've had the opportunity to follow you. I think, I don't know if it was through Chris Dempsey's, you know, wouldn't it be cool podcast that you did with him. Uh, I think that was my first real like introduction to, to you. And then um, I also, we were at Wild Vibes together, but Mm -hmm. I never even had a chance to like say hi to you. Um, There was just so many moments and similar people in our lives, a circle, this amazing community that um, I feel so drawn to get to know you more. Mm-hmm. And when I think of you, Rhea, when I've witnessed your work, um, being a photojournalist and your magic, like the word magic comes to mind because you capture the essence of people so powerfully. 
Um, and I, there's like a, an energy that I just feel from those photos. And I know from listening to what you shared with Chris, that that's part of what your, your drive is, is that you want to, there's an energy. It's not just simply a photograph. And most often for people, photographs are so much more than, than just mm-hmm. the photograph in that moment. But you, there's an energy that pours out and you are so powerful and incredible in in your skill and ability to capture that. Thank so, you for sharing that. Yeah, I you're so welcome. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to say before I just ask you questions mm-hmm. is when listening to your episode with Chris Dempsey with the Wouldn't Be Cool, Wouldn't It Be Cool podcast, I'm saying that to give him a nice shout out. Yeah. Chris is awesome. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really caught my attention is you said right away, I am I am going to work for National Geographic. Yeah. And you're like, I am. <laughs> and those two words have been, they float in and out for me so powerfully. I think, you know, we've, st- I don't know if you've studied the words I am, but just how incredibly powerful mm-hmm. to own a vision and goal and dream in the present as if it's happening in order yes. to then manifest that. And I was like, this girl is amazing. Mm-hmm. We are speaking the same language. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Sure. Oh, thanks. I'm glad so. you noticed that. Definitely. That's so powerful. And um, recently, too, just off of that, I've been um, saying to folks, um, not only am I excited for their future, which that that phrase tends to come up when you're congratulating someone like they're pregnant, right? I'm, I'm so excited for your future rather than I'm excited for your now. And yes. that's also something that goes right along with that is not only owning something that will happen in the future is now, but also... I'm just excited for our now, this now. Yes, thank you. Totally. Yeah, totally. I get that from you. Um, I, I love that we ran into each other mm. the other week at Lululemon. Yeah. And, and you came in literally, Rhea, and I was serious when I said this to you, that you had been in my mind the day before uh-huh. because I've been, you know, thinking about different guests that I want to interview for my podcast and you were very present in my mind and then you came into the store I was like no way this is awesome and then I felt that just in our ability to connect in those five minutes there um just how how you present you are so thank thank you you. yeah I appreciate that yeah that's awesome so tell me tell the world I know this is like loaded (laughs) (laughs) like where where are we going (laughs) what are we starting with (laughs) um what what brought you to photojournalism? I know I know a little yeah. bit more just mm-hmm. from listening, but I want to hear it again, and I want you to be able to shout it out to everyone who's listening. Thank you for asking. I'm still trying to understand why I'm actually really drawn to photojournalism. And the answers I've given in the past, maybe it's been due to my travel growing up. Um, I've, I, I lived on three different continents before the age of eight, and I'm from a multicultural background. So part of my attraction perhaps is due to traveling and meeting so many people from so many different areas. Um, it might be because um, I formed a love for photography and storytelling. And those go hand in hand sometimes. Mm. Um, so I'm still trying to like give I guess a really clear concise answer but maybe I don't know and that's oh, I love that yeah. that's actually awesome because it, it allows you to I stay present in your it. journey and mm-hmm. you 
And that love is so clear. Mm -hmm. There's a phrase that you've used, uh, I've seen you use a few times, that you love through the lens. Yeah. Will you expand on that? Totally. One of my biggest mentors, friends, cousins, sisters, Kirsten Kobabe, uh, who just moved out to the West Coast, she kind of actually gifted me that term after witnessing the type of work I do and my philosophy behind the work I do. Um, and once she said that, it instantly clicked, and I started kind of branding myself through that little line. Um, and I think it's so true. I, The work I do is really based out of love. It comes from love. It comes from loving other people, seeing that we are all very much the same. Mm -hmm. We all crave the same things. We all um, want to feel a sense of belonging, community, inclusiveness, and... I think with my camera, it's such a tool I can do to connect with people, especially if I'm not feeling like I have that ability sometimes or I'm feeling um, shy or low. The camera um, gives me that ability to bridge that and um, almost an excuse sometimes to really get in someone else's space mm, and gift them something yeah. at the same time. Almost without them realizing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm like picturing this like, it's yeah. like the camera is your vehicle to yes. be able to capture that magic. Mm -hmm. Show yeah. them that they're beautiful. It's science kind of like I'm proving to you. Yeah. You don't have to believe it yet, um, but you'll see it after mm. I do my work. Mm. Yeah. Do you find when you're working with people that do you feel that resistance at times? I'm imagining yeah. is there like a this initial like buzz and I'm sure it's different with everyone and mm -hmm. then and then do you feel that like surre surrender and then kind of mm -hmm. opening that happens yes and I take it um I almost get more excited when the folks I work with do have that hardness that resilience um and not as being open at first because okay great let let me take on this challenge and do what I've been studying 10 years in my work with photography and bring all of that knowledge and experience and different folks I've worked with to get this person to open up, allow this person to open up. And um, it's very much then connected back to journalism of forming rapport with people. And once you are just able to have that person trust you and bridge commonalities and seeing that we are less different and that they're safe, instantly that person's light can shine mm. and they can... Um, be themselves and that's where you can extract the beauty and show it yeah totally yeah that's awesome that's so cool I'm like you're, I'm imagining now when you're sharing this right now mm -hmm. right are you thinking is there someone in particular coming to mind it's a good question yeah I'm my head's going to um Rye Harbor State Park when I did a wonderful photo shoot for um this woman who does Ayurvedic work um, Rebecca Locke, she's amazing right mm. now. She's traveling. Um, but she needed some rebranding or branding specifically for her work and um, in Ayurvedic medicine. And we didn't know each other, but we met. And um, we just took maybe 20 minutes before I even picked up my camera. And I just wanted to talk with her. And, and that, I remember that day specifically... I got some of the most gorgeous magical images and I really think that was due to that time we put in before I started shooting. It mm. was allowing her to open up and then after the shoot, there was even more shared things that 
Um, I don't know if she would typically share with some of her closest people. Like, it was really, like, deep stuff. And, yeah. and I find, found myself doing the same. Um, and it's just crazy that through this, the camera and her feeling open and us capturing, like, this amazing, these amazing images that um, I was able to share some really deep things and vice versa. Yeah. What's coming to me is, is it's clear, even just the little sips of conversation and moments you and I have shared, is you, you're, you're an amazing, compassionate listener, Rhea. Like, I, you hold space really well. Um, and, and I'm, like, laughing in my head right now because I have had a few close friends or people say, you say that word a lot, and you hold space, but I'm really conscious of that because I that's what I really aim to do when in my work and, and in my life with people mm-hmm. um, and you do a really excellent job and I feel like and and how beautiful you're doing it not through words mm-hmm. that you gave that woman you know this opportunity to land in safety and comfort and feel your energy and 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 break the ice before mm-hmm. she's in front of the camera mm-hmm. and then it probably allowed her just to just be more herself yeah and that was without words you know Mm. that's so cool thank you yeah yeah Mm. that the folks that do the best work are those that just don't do anything just just don't even say anything right the best therapists the best coaches um, so true the best work of mindfulness it's all just sitting in silence being present listening to that person but not necessarily needing and Mm. not yeah not saying anything I like to see it as a mirror. Yeah. How powerful mirrors we are for each other. Yes. Um, Just simply reflecting back like your essence. And and that's what you're doing with the camera. You're you're reflecting back uh, these, like their beauty and helping people to really tap into their beauty Mm -hmm. when they haven't necessarily maybe seen it before. Yeah. That's so amazing. Thank you. So what's, you mentioned Rye... State National, you know, that park is gorgeous. Yes. What is one of your favorite, what's another favorite spot you've photographed people mm. at? Yeah, we're so lucky to live on the seacoast that I, I take such advantage. I think the ability that I get to choose mountains, coast, forest, even just open fields of tall grass, I, I'm able to kind of like figure out what, that person's vision is Mm. and what will flow well, what will really do justice as a backdrop for them and then pick from there. And it's all like a 20 minute drive in in any direction to be able to get that backdrop. And I think like my favorite spot to shoot is like anywhere where that person is. I'm going to, I'm going to make it work. And that's what I love. I, I could shoot a gorgeous portrait of you in this sunroom or outside by that shed you know and it's it's the beauty that I'll get from you and not necessarily where we are but me connected to the energy that that this place brings Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome do you mainly do shoots outside from what I've observed I think so yeah which I also love yeah power and for me like yes I don't know, there's awakening spiritually and just being outside and mm. alive. Yeah, and working with, like, the cold, the wind, the sun. Mm. Um, it does bring a whole nother slew of uh, variables mm-hmm. to the work I do, and that's exciting. And 
Uh, we'll see come the winter. This will be my first season as a full-time photographer working with our New England winter. So this might cause me to need to move indoors for the next few months to shoot. So that will be a cool uh, yeah. experiment as well. And I love that you look at it as that, right? Yeah. Like, like, this is like, you know, because I'm, I mean, I'm imagining a little bit, may bring up a little anxiety or like a little totally. bit of unknown, mm-hmm. but that you see it as like, this is such an awesome opportunity. It's yeah. like so positive and it'll be what it is and an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this quote. I say to myself and other people when we are faced with some sort of limitation, uh, within limitations, we are most creative. So if we're entering into a situation where there might be 40 mile an hour winds, I say to my client, within limitations, we are most creative. Let's try to find a spot where we are kind of protected from the yeah, wind. And, and yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. uh, so that's cool. It's just like working with people who uh, might be a little bit more um, harder up front. It's that uh, excitement to transpire from yeah. that hardship watch them soften yes yeah yeah watch the wind fall away once you find mm. a place to burrow yeah oh I love it mm. I love it you have a natural like poetic language thank you which probably comes from your it, it all weaves together mm. so, not always sometimes <laughs> it doesn't always <laughs> I'm like embarrassed I'm like what I should just not even say anything anymore <laughs> It just, yeah. Which is, I mean, gosh, you're Women so human, right? Yeah, so human. <laughs> it's perfect. Mm. <laughs> it's awesome. I've definitely stumbled over my words multiple times, yeah. whether it's when teaching yoga or podcasting yeah. or with my kids all the yeah. time. I just said to them the other day, um, side note, that um, we were just having a harder moment, you know? Yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, I've never done this before. I've never been a mom to an almost 10 year old and seven year old before and you know just like to be able to just say you know let's <laughs> let's take a deep breath and like regroup and yeah yeah but so a healthy anyway. yeah approach yeah I they're know. lucky to have you mm. truly thanks right yeah thanks yeah they're amazing they lights in my life mm. so well let's um so I want to go back Let's, because we're talking about what you're doing currently and just like these, I'm really feeling these visions of the energy of the people you're, when you're capturing them outside and talk, look, do you mind sharing with listeners out there more about your projects? Um, yeah. There are a few things that come to mind. I mean, you've done the, the you dove into people of Portsmouth, which is incredible being the founder mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And I'd love you to share like, what is people of Portsmouth? What's, what was your initial vision? And then, and then how is it? Like, how is it unfolding for you? Where are you at with it now? Awesome. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, People of Portsmouth, one of my personal projects I'm working on that I started in January 2014. Um, so I had just finished my degree at UNH in journalism in 2013. Um, I went to Oman to visit my dad for a few months came back and started working at a gym and remember thinking to myself, no matter what um, profession I get into, I always want to be purposefully putting into place my passion with photography, my love for journalism, and had been a huge fan of Humans of New York, following closely and Mm, so loving that emotion, the connection, the vulnerability, the rawness, the realness, and wanting to emulate that here So I was working at a gym and, um, yeah, decided I needed to make sure I was always doing what I love, no matter what 
type of job I had. And so I um, just started in January and I lived in Dover at the time. So I would drive to oh, Portsmouth. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, back to my old stopping grounds here. Um, so I would drive to Portsmouth every day after work and interview my goals, three people that I didn't know. And um, it started off strong and I could see the direct correlation with my posts, with the traffic I was getting and it mm. just blossomed. Like I'm still kind of blown away reflecting back. I have close to 7,000 likes on the Facebook page and that it's, it's awesome. wild. That's yeah. It's so amazing. And it's just like taking myself out of it really. And just like being the person that puts together this portrait and this quote. And, um, it's a huge testimonial to the fact that we all just want to connect Yeah, and that we're a lot less different than we think we are. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. And so again, true. there you are going back to like, you are, you are holding space yes. and capturing the the magic and the essence and like helping these people to shine. And yeah. of course, of course, that energy is then coming back to you full circle with more and more people, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Do you have people reaching out to you saying, hey, will you interview me? Yeah, yeah. I, I do. And I encourage um, if you guys are listening, um, anyone to reach out to me, whether it's for themselves or someone that they think would be willing to share. I'm so open um, and will feel lucky to interview anyone that would like to share. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. And has it expanded out of, I mean, I know it's people of Portsmouth, mm. but do you find it's more like seacoast? Totally, yeah. yes. I I love to travel anywhere and, um, and do that. And I think that kind of carries along with like humans of New York. Keep Brandon yeah. travels yeah. All, all around the world and shares stories. So... It's uh, it's home is Portsmouth, and it's so much bigger than that too. I'm, I'm excited to, to share stories from more folks from, wider areas. Yeah, as that's well. so great. So how, how much of that are you doing right now? Like it's, I, I mean, would say yeah, like once every two weeks. Okay. So it used to be three times a day I'd post. Now it's like once every two weeks. Which I would imagine, like how I'm like for me, I'm like, whew, I'd take a deep breath for you because, <laughs> yeah. um, of course, like this, like this vision, this goal, like jumping into it, like full on, you know, yeah. three times a day. And then mm-hmm. that, gosh, that, that energy is probably what helped you like flourish and yes. get to where you're at now. Um, is it, do you find that it's, do you like being able to step back a little bit and finding yeah. a little bit more ease and balance? Totally, man. The anxiety I had when I started um, to make sure I was following this like very regimented way of posting mm. was wicked stressful. <laughs> Yeah, like oh my gosh! I, I think back and I remember these times I'd go to the gym and and get my running in and almost feel guilty being on the treadmill running because I should instead be out there trying to find people to interview. Oh my it was gosh, to that yeah. level, yeah. And then yeah. to be paranoid to leave my house without my camera in case you ran into I someone. ran into someone. <laughs> so I am. I would so much rather take mm. the flow I'm at right now. Where, yes, I'm posting less and I'm sharing less and so my traffic might be less, but I'm at peace with Mm. the fact that this is a project and that means it flows and Mm. that the direction is unknown. Then have this uh, blueprint that I needed to do. This pressure. And you know what's so fascinating about that is that that was all your own blueprint. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, at that point, Right, right. Like that was your, it was your passion that was driving you to create that regimented schedule for yourself. And yet, Uh isn't it amazing that we can get get caught in our own blueprint in a way? Um, But it doesn't have to be 
getting caught because at the same time I'm going in circles, that is what pushed you to just stay committed and do it and yeah. then like really launch you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I was following you. Um, totally. And that just um, reminds me that it's all just in the, it's all in the freaking process, mm -hmm. right? And um, that it was hard and frustrating and super uncomfortable to be in those moments of stress around this because I wanted it to be something so badly and had so much love for it. And, and this is, I think, with anything like being a mom, right? When you first, I'm sure, had your children, the amount of all of all of that that went into it. And now what a different uh, view you're coming at it with your kids. And like the situation doesn't change. You still have right, your children, mm -hmm. but um, different stages. And, and hopefully there's more balance and peace and harmony with anything in life as we trust it more, let go of it more. Mm. Yeah. And stop it wanting to be something maybe that it's not. Yeah, totally. Yeah, again, coming back to being present in it. Yeah. As opposed to trying to control it or get yes. it to be what we wanted it to be originally. And, yeah. And just, yeah, that word trust is huge. It comes yes. up for me a lot in, in my life and has helped me a lot. And also I can be at battle with it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And knowing that folks see... Um, how authentic we are when we are doing our work. So I think I could I could tell that when I was forcing my content to come out, it was not going to be as um, powerful or resonating as much because perhaps um, the place that that was born wasn't as true. Mm, so um, there was a few months in the summer, maybe it was a year ago, that I just didn't post anything mm. because I just couldn't. There was so much other stuff going on in my life didn't even want to deal with that and I didn't and it's okay if anything it was, yeah. it was exactly what you probably needed and, yeah and allowed you to tap back into your creativity in that way in a whole different way too yeah yeah it's so true it's amazing to catch that you know I think I mean gosh it comes up for everyone yeah you know whether it's with their work or if you're an entrepreneur or not or mm -hmm. you know it just again as you mentioned like family life or just in our it comes back to choice. And yeah. I heard you say this, and I love it. Um, that reminder that even in our stress, right? Like we have, okay, I'm stressed. <laughs> I have all these deadlines I put on myself. Yeah. What is my choice? How can I best mm. serve and help myself? And I love that you still went to the gym and hopped on the treadmill yeah. to give to your body and brain in that way to uh -huh. release, you know? So even though in that moment you were wrestling with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so silly to think back, but. No, it's so um, true. Yeah. So now you're, now you're interviewing people like every couple weeks. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty standard That feels now. so awesome. Yeah, it Which does. probably, do you find that it elevates and gives leverage to, to those posts even more? Mm, that's a good point. I think so. Um yeah, someone just shared with me. It's cool because it becomes unpredictable. Mm. Um, and that's funny because with, with social media, we hear a lot. Um, there needs to be consistency and folks to be able to, yeah, have some sort of, um, they can guarantee something from you. Um, but now with my blog, it's kind of just like, you're, you'll get what you get. You're going to wake up one day. There might be a new post or might not be. Yeah, so it, which I love. Yeah, it allows. That's, to me, more authentic. That's you mm. flowing. That's yeah, staying totally. in flow as opposed to, again, that forcing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I definitely. There was, um, I think it was a couple years ago now. Was it 2013 or 14? What, yeah, I think it was 2014, that January. I, I told myself I was going to write. 
every week and, and mm. release like a blog post every okay. week with my work. Um, and I, I loved it. I was stay committed to it. I did it for a year. Um, and then I burnt out <laughs> and then I was like, and I know there are people listening to this who are bloggers and they write all the time and I yeah. love writing, but I found with everything else I was also doing, it just started to yes. feel, um, I was get I was starting to look at it as I committed to this. I have to do this, mm-hmm. but it wasn't coming again. It wasn't born from that place of like, mm-hmm. I really feel passionate and called to share this right in the now, you know? Yeah. And then, so it's amazing. So then I took, I took a lot of time off. Yes. I went, I was like, Oh, I'll just go every other week or once a month. And then I even just let go of that yeah. for a while. So yeah. So, okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Amazing. So I want to hear more about like you as Rhea. Tell mm-hmm. me, can you take me through a day in the life of you? Like, yeah. And I know every day might be different, but what are, I want to know like what, feeds your soul outside of clearly photography and working with people like what do you how do you give to yourself and nourish your body and and not not just physically but also mentally emotionally spiritually energetically it's a good question (laughs) (laughs) um i'm still figuring this out i know i've identified for things that do help and i haven't been committed to doing them like, I, I know yoga does this for me, and I'm not committed to doing it all the time. I know meditation does this for me, and I am not committed to doing this all the time. I hear it. Can I, yeah. can I interject? Yeah. Um, a, I'd love for you to expand on what's this okay. when you say it does this for me, uh-huh. and then B, um, I'm hearing such a critic. Yeah. Because <laughs> there, so there, there we go back to that. There um, we go back to that. Like, what does commitment mean to you? And yeah. and and it sounds like you put on a pretty, like, strict, <laughs> just like you did in the beginning before your people, Portsmouth, like, regimented schedule. <laughs> yeah. So, which I relate to, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> um, so when I say this, um, I think I think of the word balance and calmness. Mm-hmm. So it grounds you. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, and then what was the second thing you were going to... Well, oh, commit, critic. Yeah, the critic came yeah. up around like, like, I'm committed to this, but I'm not doing it. Right. You know? And I'm like, wow, gosh, <laughs> I just want to like place my hands on your shoulder, give you a hug and say, it's okay. It's like, okay. there's no... Right. I just think it's beautiful that you've even connected to yoga and meditation, mm. giving you that sense of balance and groundedness. Right. And I find peace. a lot of like peace and love through my work. Um, so mm, I do have a great work ethic, I think, and that's what allows me, I think, to be a successful entrepreneur is that I'm really self motivated and really a hard worker. Um. What's tricky with that is that I know that um, being calm, maybe in the sense of like allowing myself to um, just be and sit is, is pretty uncomfortable for me. And that's, and that's why I know the yoga meditation is helpful to um, kind of balance me out. Um, cause you, cause what I'm hearing is yeah. you would be working all the time if you could. Yeah, be. totally. Yeah. Which is not a bad, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, because you love it so much, and mm-hmm. therefore, like that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and you're trying to you're exploring like how to 
how to slow down and yeah. kind of allow yourself to discover what else and can support you. And the motivation behind like why I do what I do. I'm trying mm. to be really aware of my actions and the intentions. Um, I, I really love and I'm appeal to this lifestyle of of living very intuitively and not, um, um, yeah, just like being able to do what I want because my body shares that's what it needs. Mm, really listening to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And not. I think this is all like humans. Totally. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, our, no, our, totally. You know, striving for is that just like intuitively living. Which can um, be really tricky. hard. I think, Super hard. I think there's so many layers and so many variables and, and you know, societally and culturally, we get a lot of different messages that mm-hmm. we're inundated with. Plus, you know, the inner critic of the shoulds, like, well, mm-hmm. I should be doing this. I should mm-hmm. do this. I should, you know, and then that doesn't feel like, well, okay, but what do you truly, what is your body truly needing and wanting right now? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, I shared a post the other day and you commented, like, mm-hmm. it was all about you know, what's been coming up for me a lot. And as my schedule has shifted, taking on, you know, full-time job with Lululemon, which I'm so excited about and love, um, but yet trying to keep core nourishment going in my podcast and be a mom. And, you know, I've been really aware of like, wow, I am doing so much right now. And everything I'm, it's coming from a place of love and excitement and passion. And I'm exhausted, I'm depleted, and where is their space? And so it's like that phrase of, when I have space, I'm going to simply be. I don't want to be. It's like doing, I put what, doing less to be more. Yeah, um, I love that. It doesn't mean I can't be doing yoga or landing in meditation, but that it's like, yeah, I guess just finding a different rhythm. So mm. bringing it back to you, like I yeah. just, I encourage you to, as you are doing. I mean, mm. you're you're so self-aware. It's awesome. Mm. Um, but it sounds like you're, like, do you find that you're, desperate or craving to find that exact like schedule for yourself around that stuff i'm super so attracted to that yeah I, I your work ethic that. is so clear so then yes, yeah the routine i'm very attracted to and consistency and so i definitely have a very active mind and so i think that can be helpful um and also bring ease rather than waking up and thinking of all the decisions i have to make i i think it is attractive to have almost that taken away and be like, well, no, I don't even have to make these decisions mm. about how my day will because I already have in place certain mm. things that I know I do. And have you had that? Have you experienced that ease? I have. I've oh, had yeah. times of, of my life that have been very much like this where I've um, put into place in my calendar the things I, I'm going to do in advance uh, self-care-wise, and I found that very helpful. Yeah. And right now in my life, it doesn't look like that. Which is... Again, coming back to, you are so not alone in that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I work with people so much around that, as yeah. well as with myself. Mm. And I've been in a very similar place recently of feeling, like, kind of um, so aware that, oh, when I'm when I have those things really clear and in place, I feel so at ease. I feel in flow. It, it, it feels amazing. Yeah. Um, and yet I'm not doing that, so why is that? You yeah. Know? And just the, the psych Curi- around that. Curiosity. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just to know, gosh, you're not alone. And maybe it's an opportunity for you to just step back and look at that, but yeah. not to judge yourself around it. Yeah. And then start just right where it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And I remind yes. myself of this. So it's just like, okay, well, let me look at my, like, what really does ignite me and give me this peace? 
maybe it's meditation. And and so let me just start with just meditation. When am I going to meditate in this week? And it doesn't have to be for the rest of my life. Every yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to meditate at this hour for this long, you know? Like, yes. But just I like to look at things kind of week to week. Mm-hmm. And... And, and then, then like, up your approach. and that adding in, like, starting to add things in to help crowd out maybe behaviors that mm-hmm. don't serve us. serve us anymore. Totally. You know? So, um, gosh, I appreciate you sharing because it is just so. It's just so so common. Mm. I encourage you to listen. Have you listened to my episode with Nathan Smith of Embodied no, Excellence? But I I read the little bio. Yeah, I'm very interested. I okay. encourage you to listen to that one because. Is he a teacher at Zev? He does teach yes. at Zev. Yes, okay. He's no, amazing. He's yeah. good people. And he really, I had the opportunity to work with him. Um, he was my coach mm. and um, my high performance coach, as he calls it. And it's all about really learning to <laughs> hold ourselves accountable to those yeah. things and finding systems and organizations that, that really support us. Mm. Um, and it's a strength of yours, right? You yeah. love it with your your photojournalism and your work and Mm -hmm. that work ethic. So why not give yourself that chance to apply it? It doesn't mean that you can't still be spontaneous or, um, but you, it's just already clear. So you're not expending that energy when you wake up. Like, yeah. All right. There are all these things I want to do. What am I do first? And like, you know, (laughs) yeah, it's so true. Yeah. But Nathan, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Big shout out to Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Listen to that episode because I think it'll, okay. It might give you you some, some tips and, yeah, mm. some good nuggets, mm. inspiration. Yeah, so yoga and meditation. Yeah. What else fuels you? What else gives you that that peace, that ease, that joy? And I love that you're so yeah. pa- passionate with your work. Right. Because I'll just, I'm going to, because I see you... Um, and the last thing I want to do is, like, you feel like I'm putting you on the spot. No, it's good. It's, but there's a phrase, there's mm-hmm. a, a, um, a hashtag that you've been using, which is, you know, I love that you have, um, you know, Raya on assignment. Yeah. And then I see Raya on assignment to a better self or to yeah. to your to your fullest self. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd love for you just to expand on what has been a little bit of your journey with that. And what are you discovering right now in the present with your journey around yourself? Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I, when you're asking me about like what, you know, why I have so much pause and what, um, what like recharges me or what fills me, I'm, I'm still discovering all of this and, and not just saying things that have maybe I thought have in the past. Yeah. Cause some folks, maybe they just keep repeating the things that have were truths mm. or um, they think are true. Um, so I'd rather say nothing than say something that I don't actually know. No, I love love that. (laughs) Yeah. And so on, on my, on my, uh, like on assignment to becoming my best self, my higher self, my true self, I think really kind of started, I would say in about 2015, so like almost two years ago, and back to my my good friend Kirsten, who just opened my eyes to um, when she told me that we all have the power to create the lives we want. We all have the ability to create the lives we want. I didn't think that was possible. Mm. So I thought, okay, this was my upbringing. This is my current state. This will be my future. 
and it didn't seem that great, but it seemed this was just the way it was. Mm. And it was the way that other people around me in my community, in my network, were also navigating. So it felt safe and normal. And then when she shared that with me, my mind was blown. <laughs> Which is like, so wait, I have awesome. this? Yeah. I have that power? What? Yeah, totally. And I love yeah. that she helped you to feel that, to yeah. really tap into that. She lived it. And most importantly, she loved me where I was at regardless. Mm-hmm. And she's um, 10 years older than me um, and lives a very balanced, healthy, beautiful life. And and she, when she shared this with me, I was fresh out of college. I was still doing all my other little shenanigans and, and everything that just was my normal. And um, she just kept on living what that meant in loving me for where I was at and um, honoring that path and I've kind of um, come back more to my home, to myself, Mm. taking away some of that other stuff Mm. Um, and just believing that we all have like exactly what we need already in us. Totally. Yeah. And, and, And how beautiful that you have her as such a supporter and Mm. inspiration for you like someone who you've witnessed yeah living that way and helping you to realize you have that same power and choice within you yes and I gosh again coming back I think it's so like so common that that it's so easy to fall into whether it's that linear kind of vision we've had for ourselves or um or just getting so caught into our everyday routine like the way it's been yeah like it's easy I'll speak for myself I have yeah. I can I have moments where oh yeah like I have at, at any moment the power to, to shift this if it's not working so yeah. it's interesting that I keep choosing to you know mm-hmm. so that's so great so you, mm-hmm. in many ways it's like I, I feel you like it's like you're wake, you've been waking up yeah. to a different way absolutely and that comes out and I know I just I really just crossed paths with you since you've been on assignment to yeah. your higher self. Uh-huh. Um, but I see it, right? Like in what you post, it's, they're so authentic. And then what you share about yourself, it's, it's, um, it's really inspiring around whole health. You know, you, mm-hmm. you have your like smoothie shots and then, yeah. and then your relationship, which seems really soulfully connected and, mm-hmm. um, and then, but yet real, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, I know that there's, we can put out what we want people to just right. to see. And then yes. there's, there can be a lot underneath and behind that. And that's yeah. kind of a, the duality of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I share this with people who yeah. compliment or comment. And I say, you know, it's just remember also it's, I'm glad that it's serving you in this way and know that it's only one side of what you're seeing and that I'm human. And yes, um, we all have so much more than this this sound um, that we're putting out there and I totally own like that is just w- one projection of myself one side to myself one of the lenses yeah yeah and I typically pick the better <laughs> right light, you know right well I think most people do yeah and then I think it's it's so hard with social media it can be so easy to fall into that comparison zone mm, I do um, but I time. remind myself yeah. and others that you know we're oftentimes comparing ourselves to everyone's like high like, you know, it's our, like, highest real here. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not full reality. It's, yes. like, yes, it's definitely part of their truth. Yep. But it's not, it's not, yeah, so, yeah, it's mm. interesting. 
Yeah, but you but you share the messy moments too. Like I think thank you. it's what I've witnessed and, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. So question about that. Like yeah. around camera and you're talking about like in the beginning you're sharing, like, you know, sometimes you love that challenge of having the people are a little bit more at, at edge about like softening mm-hmm. behind the camera. What is your experience with being um I was going to say behind the camera in the other way, like flipped, like being the yeah. one who's having pictures taken of mm. and then putting it out there. What's been your experience? It's been fun. Yeah. I really loved it. My first experience kind of with the selfie was um, where my love for photography was actually born. So oh, I was cool. 16. I love this. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I was, I was uh, 16 years old, struggling a lot as a adolescent as um you know just being being a female like super tricky and um and that that stage in our lives so I was laying on the floor of my late cabin in Barrington and uh, my my best friend Shelby um who introduced me to photography lent me her Nikon D40 for the weekend and um I was laying on the floor of my late cabin and turned the lens the the other way and took a picture of myself and then went back to see it in the on the screen and a thought came over to me that I was like that is beautiful and I think that was the first time I was able to really see that in myself and admit that to myself and prove it to myself and mm. I go back to when I'm able to prove that to other people the science behind it and that's where my love for photography was really born. It was the ability to show myself and show other people then in turn that you are beautiful. Mm, I love it. Yeah. And, and that everyone carries beauty within them. So much. Oh, man. It's so true. And I love that. I think I have the ability to really see beauty in every every single person, especially, I think, folks that don't see it in themselves um, so I've had a lot of fun taking pictures of myself and it was, it was, my love for photography was born actually with a photo I took of myself. So, um, it's been fun to go back to that. And I think within the past year and with my business as an entrepreneur, I think it's really important to, to be showing, um, yourself in, in all sorts of light and, uh, keep reminding people that like, I joke about it, keep reminding people that I exist in that, um, and what I do. So kind of my goal, like every day it's like posting, it's posting about myself and it's posting that I'm a photographer and it's posting the way I live. Um, So I just have a little routine. Sometimes I'll get up and I'll um, set up my camera and typically I'll put on some music and like, you know, to get a great shot, even (laughs) on my phone, it can be an hour process. Like no joke. (laughs) And it's so funny. You see the first shot compared to the, the one that wins. (laughs) um and yeah it's just a blast and well that has its own story too it does I love it it does (laughs) and the goal is to hopefully like I feel better after that it just it gives me a little lift yeah um the flip side is some days I don't feel that great and the photos don't come out well and then um I catch myself getting getting down Mm. and and that's kind of the the part that I'm trying to work with is not putting so much weight Mm. on this outside appearance yeah and on like the luck of a of the good light or the good side or the camera shot and 
And so it's to not get too high when I get like a super cute picture and to not <laughs> let myself get too low when I don't get it. Yeah. They're all garbage, quote unquote, you know? Mm, yeah. It's tricky. Photography is 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 great and fun. And um, if you let it rule too much of the way you view yourself, I think that's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. And that's something totally. I think it's a good like kind of like shout out to folks listening and how photo based our society is, is I'm working on like not, not letting myself get too, too low. If I see a photo of myself where I don't like the way I look or I see a side of myself I don't like. Mm. That's when I feel like you need someone else to capture the photo and say, mm-hmm. Hey, Rhea, here's your beauty. Just yeah. like you're doing for other people, uh-huh. you know, like help you shift that. Um, and yet like, thank you for sharing because I think it's, um, for many of us, it's our own inner critic that is yeah. the harshest, meanest, mm-hmm. you know, cruelest, I don't know, energy out there. Mm-hmm. And that um, hopefully, like, with more and more practice and you just sharing your truth and, and honesty and, like, real mm-hmm. rawness around that and your experience, yeah, um, that'll help to soften that voice, that inner critic. So I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. I, but I imagine, like, I can imagine... Um, it can be hard to shift out of that mindset of yeah. seeing yourself like away from the camera, like in not in relationship with the camera. You do know, I don't know if I'm making sense, but um, whether it's you like having an experience, like is it hard to have experience and not be like, oh, I should take a picture of myself here or mm. um, I wish I had my camera for this person, you know? It's like, is it hard to separate sometimes? I think um, less less now I, I I think less now than than maybe like when I was really in like the midst of my the birth of people of Portsmouth thing that mm, was really when it, when it was really like, loud um now yeah just trying to trying to be present and at the same time like understand that I run my own business and that it's important to document the work I do and the the different types of work I do so my potential clients know that I'm hireable for X, yeah. Y, and Z. Yeah. So totally. um, it's it's interesting. It's kind of cool that I, it's all very intertwined. Yeah. And I'm still trying to like figure out the flow and how to be presenting myself in a really well-rounded way. And and that personally, professionally, it does intertwine. And yeah, yeah, it totally does. Yeah. So it's and I think it does. Um, because you care so much and because you love your work and you're so passionate mm. about it. It's, it's awesome. What, so when you're, so you people of Portsmouth and then, yeah. um, do you see other, like any, any other clients, like, like it's freelance, like during the weeks? Um, yeah. because I know you just like, it's, it's how long has it been since you kind of launched and jumped into entrepreneurism, like full time? Um, February, 12th of this year that is I left my job so amazing yeah thank and you so it must have been so terrifying yeah, at the same time and totally. I can relate yeah the the most amount of freedom and fear all at the same I love time that. yeah yeah two f's yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so yeah my client base uh varies a lot um anywhere from the fitness and nutrition blogger to Timberland so I'm I'm really all over the map. I have a passion for working with businesses, with um, local small businesses especially, yeah. and entrepreneurs, folks that are really passionate about what they're doing, allowing them to do more of that, allowing me to now do what I love. 
And we were just talking about that when you came in. I love it. Yeah. Like just the the powerful partnerships that you yes. can create just to mm. simply help um, help more like each other. Like yeah. kind of get out there and shine. Yes. Show them like how great their spaces or their services or their products or themselves. Yeah. More so than they even could visualize. And that's that's a cool power of the camera. It's making something look like even greater and more special and magical than the human eye yeah. can see it. Yeah. Which also makes it like, and even it, even though it's even greater, it, like it, that's real. Yeah, like, that exactly. That's so and, cool. Yeah. It's all about how, the way we perceive and mm. view things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, National Geographic is where I'm headed. Yeah. So these are like yes. my, oh, these so are all my choice. like, yeah. These are, these, this is all my, like, great practice. Totally. Like, like, what I'm hearing, it's, like, one of my favorite phrases that my health coach from a long time ago, Rochelle Henry, used to say is, own it. Like, mm. saying, like, all right, this, I'm in the process of becoming this. I'm in the process of, so you are in the process of becoming a photojournalist with National Geographic right in the now as you're practicing and creating and doing all this incredible work. It's yes. so cool. Mm. Thank you. I can't wait to see you out there. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh, Raya, it's so amazing. The other thing I wanted to hear about, because you and an, another dear friend of mine, Amy Ulett, are yeah. involved with Creative Mornings. Mm. What Will you tell me more about that? Because I know of it through Amy a little bit, um, but I'd love to for listeners also to hear. Like, what is... What are what is Creative Mornings? What is your involvement with Creative Mornings? Mm. The intention around it. Thanks for asking. Creative Mornings is a uh, international organization, and many major cities around the world have chapters. So Portsmouth and Kittery have um, one chapter, and it is a monthly free breakfast lecture series. So every Friday. Not every Friday, one Friday a month, (laughs) (laughs) Um, there is a talk, and the topic is um, already determined by another city around the world, Um, and so one month it might be transparency. So our job as Creative Mornings Portsmouth Kittery is to find someone in our community that can speak on that topic. So we had a glass artist come in for that month of transparency. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Oh, cool. I love that. Um, So the flow of the event is it's a morning um, event, creative mornings, and you go, um, there's coffee, there's some uh, small breakfast items, and there's the 20-minute talk by that folk in our community that can speak on this topic, and then there is um, some sort of Q&A conversation around it. And then kind of casual, like, networking, mingling before and after. So um, it's an awesome way to just, like, stimulate our minds. Think of um, this phrase, this theme in a different light and get to know people in our community that are really special. Yeah, that's so cool. So cool. So I volunteer as a photographer. I document the events every month. Yeah, it's awesome. So cool. And then you just recently traveled too. Yeah, uh, the national, um, the global summit was in Austin, Texas. Oh my gosh, I've always wanted to go to Austin. Oh, you love it. You love it. Yeah. Yeah, dear friend of mine from high school lives there now, and Mm. her sister and their families and. 
Yeah, here is such amazing like just energy and music and vibe. Yes. Yeah. Totally. So, how was that conference? It was so cool. Met met people from Amsterdam, Finland, Norway, like everywhere. And yeah, it was uh, very intense. Maybe, um, you know, we slept for an average of four or five hours a night because it was was jam-packed, yeah, of workshops and um, figuring out how we can bring more um, inclusiveness and creativity and mischief and, and fun things to our chapter and <laughs> I love yeah, it. mischief, mischief. <laughs> that's great. totally that's so intriguing. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I, I want I want in. I want yes, to hear more. That's totally. so cool. It was great. It, and this it is, is all volunteer. Yeah. Wow. Right yep. Now. Everyone who who um, is involved with Creative Mornings, it's all volunteer based, which really um, is a testimonial to the type of people that it attracts. I was about to say, like, such mm-hmm. yeah, large just hearts. wanting to like yeah, make yeah. everyone. The, yeah, the the real philosophy behind it is that everyone is creative and that um, the space is really welcoming. Mm. And so encouraging people just to um, explore their creativity and see it in a bunch of different lights. It yeah. doesn't, you know, it's not just a, kind of a flat definition. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so great. Mm, thank and, you. And I, I feel it and witness it, like it just continuing to grow. Yeah. It seems that's awesome. It's, yeah, it's very cool. I definitely Enjoy hope it. to get to one yeah. in the future. So um, I'll have to market, make, make a commitment to yep. do that. Friday the 9th um, is the next one. Awesome. Next Friday. Yeah. So next Friday. Yeah. Oh, cool. So hopefully we'll get this launched out before yeah. sending you listeners hearing this. And yes. if you miss it, stay tuned for future ones mm-hmm. if you're in the area. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. I want to hear a little bit more about your family. Yes. I'd love to share. Because you mentioned you lived in three different continents, yeah, and then then landed in Barrington. You mentioned Barrington, yeah. Um, so tell me, tell me a little bit about. And I heard a little bit on your podcast interview with with Chris, but even for everyone listening, mm. it'd just be so cool because I think it's so much a part of who you are, like yeah. these experiences. And yeah, thank you. I was born in Portland, Oregon. Oh, no way. Yeah, I love Portland. <laughs> Never been back since I was born. Oh, really? Uh huh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I was. Um, I was born. It's the city of roses, and I was born on Valentine's Day. Oh my kinda, gosh! Kind of cool. So cool. Yeah, I like to spit that out sometimes. That's very cool. Yeah, I love it. So I was only there for a few months, though. Um, then I moved to the Middle East, a small country right under Saudi Arabia called Oman, um, next to Yemen, United Arab Emirates. Straight there on the Arabian Peninsula. Um, and that's where my dad is from. So lived there for a few years. And then we moved to England. Um, lived wow. in Devon, Exeter for five years. Um, wow. And then moved to Exeter, New Hampshire. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. So, um, and that's all before the age of eight. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Yeah, man. wild. And do you remember, like, when you're thinking about these, yeah. like, do you do these flashes of memory from all these different England, places? for sure, like, um, have really fond childhood memories there. My dad was getting his PhD um, at Exeter University. So, remember him, like, really well, like, being in our living room, typing with this, like, massive computer that we had back in the day, <laughs> right? And my mom, like, um, I have two older siblings, so... She was at home a lot raising us, and a big pot of rice would always, I feel like, always was, like, being made yeah. <laughs> in my memories. And um, I had an English accent um, and wore my school uniform and, 
really fond memories. It was cool living in England, um, a lot of diversity as well. Like I think the area where we lived attracted folks from all over the world that were also getting their higher education. And so a lot of international people and um, just a very, very cool upbringing. I liked it. And then um, my dad finished his degree. And so he moved back to his home country to start teaching um, at Sultan Qaboos University. And my mom, um, who's originally from the States, wanted to move back and be closer to her mom, who was living in Barrington at the time. Oh, wow. And um, so we moved to Exeter, New Hampshire um, with my two older siblings and my mom. That's amazing. Yeah. So you went, you went to, you lived and went to school in Exeter. And yeah. What's the, okay, so tell me about your siblings and what's the age difference? I have um, an older brother. His name is Ferris. Um, He's a wonderful guy. Yeah. Super, super respect, super love him. Um, He's a year and a half older than me. Um, And we all grew up together. He went to University of New Hampshire um, and then moved back to Oman. And he works um, as a reporter there for the Oman Times. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this journalism energy is within your, your blood. <laughs> totally, yeah. He's he's an amazing guy, and he lives there. Um, Did he inspire you to, to dive into journalism? I almost say other way around. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. And maybe, um, you know, maybe it was just like we both are, we both infused each other. Yeah, totally. Um, he studied political science and Middle Eastern studies at UNH. Okay. Um, and took some journalism classes. He's an incredible writer. So I think it's it has always been in him and um, it's always something he's good at. Um, and I think it kind of naturally makes sense for him to be involved with journalism with that background of those degrees and um, and living in the Middle East. And he's fluent in Arabic. So for him, it flows really well and it works um, and I'd, I'd be curious to know, like, kind of where his love for journalism was sprouted and if he can identify, like, also with the moving and stuff like this yeah. or what it was. Yeah, so Ferris, if you're listening, yeah. you know, maybe uh, <laughs> you and Ray can have a conversation. Yeah, we'll That's email so cool. back and forth. I love it. <laughs> and then I have an older sister. She's five years older than me. Her name is Nasra. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, all Arabic names. And um, she went to Keene State uh, studied sociology like my father. He studied sociology and economics. And um, after spending some time here, she also moved to Oman. Um, oh, well, so they're both yeah. in Oman yeah. your, near your dad. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's very neat. And do you get... Okay, keep going about your sister. Sorry, yeah. I'm jumping into Oman. No, no worries. Um, and she she works um, in, in sales mostly. I think she also has... Um, a, kind of a um a journalistic curiosity yeah um she's an incredible writer as well and um listener connector that's yeah. awesome and you all do say pretty close and in touch um, and that is a tough it's a little tough anyone. luckily it's become incredibly easier than when I was growing up and I remember um when my dad was back at home and we were here he would call maybe once a month, and I remember the conversation. You could always hear what you said echo back, oh, you know, yeah. before you could yeah. kind of hear them, and how distracting and, and disjointed dis- itself. Yeah, yeah. And, and everything. And and now the fact that I can um, shoot my t- my dad a text on uh, WhatsApp. Yeah, um, awesome international texting. 
application. Um, I'm so lucky for um, this technology that allows me to stay so connected. Um, and with that said, I think um, distance, physical distance can feel hard. Um, and something I want to work on, um, I know I tend to hold hold people a little bit at a distance when I can't, when I feel like I can't um, be connected to them um, closely. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to want, It's it takes a lot of effort. And mm-hmm. it's not even um, physical effort, just like mental to to stay in constant communication and closeness mm-hmm. when people live far. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not as close as I'd like to be. Yeah. And there's the ability to be more, which you, is great. Have you been yeah. able to get to, out there to visit them much? Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I turned 18, that's the first time I went back to visit my dad. And that would be the first time in 10 years that I'd see him. And um, first time really that I'd be in that country and remember it. Oh, wow. So that was wow. an insane <laughs> experience. Um, so after, after high school, I spent a few months there. And then throughout college, over the summer and winter breaks, I was able to visit my dad and spend time. So really understanding this whole side of me that I hadn't really um, been able to explore or know. Yeah. And yeah. also get to know my dad. Um, but I haven't been back since I finished school uh, at UNH in 2013. Um, something I'm curious about and also not anything in the super near future I can see myself doing yet. Yeah, maybe yeah. National Geographic will help exactly. put you out there. I think there will be um, a definite tie to my work yeah. the next time I go. Yeah, totally. yeah definitely. That's awesome. And I have four half-sisters. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. So I used to be the youngest, and then now I'm the middle, which is um, an an awesome dynamic to explore in, like, your identity around being um, the youngest to then um, holding a little bit of, like, not power, but... um, Leadership. Leadership. Yeah. Exactly. And, And then seeing your resemblance within these beautiful human beings. So yeah, four half sisters and, and that's amazing. And I've met three of them and then the newest one I have yet to meet. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. So and where cool. are they? Like, and when you they're say all in Oman team. too. Oh, they're all in Oman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's mm. so amazing. Yeah. Families Family. are so, I just love learning about people's families. Yes. You know? It shares like, just so, so much, much energy mm. and dynamic dynamicism and, um, yeah, just a lot of, like, says a lot about people. It does. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Is your mom still around here? She lives in Maryland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and that's great. I'll visit her over Christmas. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah. Good. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing all that. Thanks for asking. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has been such a gift to me, Rhea. So thank Same. you. Thanks so much. Really I grateful. love sharing and thank you for asking. Yeah. Is there anything else you feel like called to shout out to the mm. world? Um, just um, trusting that we are perfect exactly where we are at mm. and that we always have been. I love that. Yeah. I feel that and share that with you. Thank you. And I have to say, I'm just looking down and noticing gold 
nail polish. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so listeners, Reyes has gold nail polish on her nails, and I love that because uh, I, I was writing words down that mm. it, when I was just thinking about you, and I often just, like, write notes. Just It's a way for me to kind of just absorb energy, and, and then I rarely look at them when I'm yeah. barely, like, talking with my guests. Mm. Um, but, you know, I had, like, one of the words I had on here was sparkle and, sh- and light. So, like, oh, your, I love your, that. your nails are... <laughs> Are sparkling, so it's awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, so great. So, Ray, where can people find you? Totally. Um, Absolutely. Um, Please reach out to me for anything. I love to connect with people. And um, Raya on Assignment is um, my business page on Facebook. So you can for sure send me a message through there. Um, My website is the same. I'm pretty much well-branded across the board on all social media platforms. So if you just um, type in Raya on assignment, you'll find me. And they're going to find you and see you with National Geographic. Absolutely on that. Yeah, that yellow border magazine. Gold border. Gold. Yeah. Gold like your nails. (laughs) It's meant to be. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Such an honor. Yeah. Appreciate it. Such a gift. Thank you.